Welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. You're here with Swiss and Kramer. We've got some uh, Good Friday deals to let you know about. So starting off, we've got AI-based startup Optic raised $11 million in its seed round led by Kleiner Perkins and Pantera Capital. Other investors in the round included Lattice Capital, OpenSea, Circle, Polygon, and others. Uh, the startup is trying to leverage AI to authenticate NFTs and plans to use most of the capital to build out on cost-intensive infrastructure and hire some top engineering talent. So basically what they're trying to do and have been doing is to build this AI authentication program where Optic looks for similarities between the millions of newly minted NFTs each day against everything that's been minted prior. So they look for flipped images, color changes, and other distortions and kind of produce a score. And the higher the score, the more likely the NFT or the collection is counterfeit. Uh, OpenSea has been using Optic's marketplace moderation tool and the CEO and co-founder of Optic, Andre Doronichev, mentioned our goal is to make the information available and transparent to the ecosystem. We are not in the enforcement business. The artists and marketplaces can decide what to do with the information we provide. Uh, and Andre formerly worked as a product director at Google and then led the YouTube mobile team when it was building its counterfeit fighting content ID system. And, you know, the short term roadmap includes a public API for Web3 developments and also new tools for NFT creators and collectors. Uh, one quote that I liked was people think of authenticity and all sorts of fraud and trust issues in the NFT space as a problem of a single marketplace or a single chain or a single creator, which isn't true. It's a systemic ecosystem issue and it has to be addressed, which I definitely agree with. And I definitely think marketplaces are, you know, fighting the battle to figure out how much to charge to release an NFT collection on their marketplace. And how much they're going to charge per mint. I know just recently I heard about stars trying to increase stargaze, trying to increase their price, which might price out AI um, generation as in like PS lab stuff. I think it's a community vote right now, but this is definitely something that's needed as uh, you know, artists are trying to protect not really their, I mean, I guess kind of their IP it's their collection. But um, Dylan, what were your uh, what were your thoughts here, man? Yeah, this is really cool. I've never heard of this company before, or anybody trying to solve for NFT fraud. So what really stuck out to me was the the gravitas of the investors coming in here, um, Pantera Capital and Kleiner Perkins. This is quite a bet, I think, on on the future of NFTs because on first glance, it looks really consumer driven. So it looks like the mints that they are talking about monitoring on um, like OpenSea and, and these different interchain, they want to do some interchain analysis on other Solana and Polygon marketplaces too. So to me, this, is, this isn't really a corporate partnership. Like, like I don't know what kind of NFTs a, a corporate um party is is minting right now the big the big successes i thought were mostly smaller team driven uh from the, at least their initial days so i'm trying to figure out what exactly what are the investors betting on here are they betting on um 
just more marketplaces to sell to because how many, you know, if, if they're partnered with OpenSea and they maybe partner with one or two premier marketplaces on prevailing chains down the road, like how big of a market is that really going to be? Um, so I was trying to tie two and two together. We did a podcast either earlier this week or last week about an NFT new collectible that was working with like Dolce & Gabbana or some, some major fashion outlet. And I think that, you know, in the grand vision, if everything goes right, you're going to have, you know, these corporations that are putting out NFT collections, whether they're collectibles or wearables or you trade them in for physical items or they're just sold on a marketplace, whatever it is. And I think that they would want, like in my head, if I was, you know, Dolce & Gabbana, I would hire or use this, you know, software or system to make sure that nobody is using my art and reselling it for a profit. You know what I mean? It's kind of, in that sense, it's kind of like, you know, manufactured clothes that are bootleg. So yeah, that's a real yeah. specific use case. It's just so interesting to me because they're, they're monitoring. Couldn't you monitor this digitally? Um, isn't that, isn't that all this is really? So they're, they're just applying AI to this monitoring. So, I mean, shouldn't you be able to scan the, the digital makeup of a file to, to recognize if it's a, a similar copy to something else or not? That should be you able should, to be codified. Yeah, you should be. So that's probably what the tool is doing. Um, they're just looking at very basic similarities because what you're speaking about is like this provenance issue, right? Like if you, if you bought an NFT that represents some kind of exclusive item for your character in your game or something, well, how does somebody else just not completely copy that? Like that, that to me is really easy because it's, it's code in the NFT itself. But when you have this external image of the file and if they just distort it, you know, just six or 7%, maybe it doesn't get caught. Right. So they just alter the color uh, right. a little bit. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to figure out like they, they are really betting on a, a, a resurgence of volume in NFT trading here, I think. Well, yeah, without a doubt. And I think I, th I wrote in a note to you earlier, I think that last year they said there was something like 200 billion or no, 22 billion, 200 billion, Jesus Christ, 22 billion last year in NFT volume total. So, I mean, hot, you know, I don't know the increase off the top of my head from 2017, 2018, when it was, you know, the crypto kitties and whatever other, the big collection was, but I would like to know the total volume increase in those five years. And I mean, in five years, I mean, not even the NFT, like you think about meta and their, you know, metaverse, they're, I think they're doing six to $10 billion investments every single year for the next six years. So, yeah, you know, a ton of companies are headed in this direction and I got to believe they know more than we do, but you know, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, no doubt. I'm really excited to watch this and, and kind of follow the trend to see and guess how they might be pivot, uh, moving and, and doing things. So super interesting. Definitely. Cool. Well, another deal that I had um, for today announced earlier this week, Halborn, a blockchain security startup. They raised $90 million for their Series A. And this is another company that the company we just talked about, Optic, they have a real customer, OpenSea, and then they raised this huge amount of money during and after that partnership launching, it seems like. So they have real customers, real business. 
Halborn's similar. They were supposedly, according to the article, profitable since inception in 2019 by Stephen W. and Rob Benke. Sorry, Stephen. I don't even want to try to pronounce this. Walbro. Um, so this company I've heard about. Uh, I've heard actual customer testimonials uh, directly. And they provide audits, security audits for smart contracts, for protocols, for different security vulnerabilities in blockchain. Um, and so this is a service that if you start something on chain or a new product or app or protocol, you absolutely need to have this kind of service because security is a huge problem as we've, we've seen the insane hacks that happen here. So there's a high demand for this type of service, and it's generally not a cheap thing to buy. So huge round by a company with a real business, and it seems like their demand is not going to go away the way that they obviously they market it pretty well in the press release. But this is they're, they're showing no signs of slowing demand in the crypto winter. What did you think on this deal? Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought that that was kind of the most interesting part that they did this, you know, over the last half year to a year and a half ago. Um, do you know any numbers on their pre-seed or seed? Off the top no, of I head? don't. I don't have that. Okay, because I, I found it interesting that they didn't want to disclose their, you know, valuation, which obviously in this kind of market, you wouldn't really want to do that because it's all kind of market sentiment and how they value it. So you don't want to kind of shoot yourself in the foot there, but it's, uh, you know, you said they're kind of chugging along in the crypto winter and yeah, I mean, as long as they're providing a service that's based on just the total number of users growing over time, I mean, time and time again, the blockchain space gets older and it just keeps, you know, going up even during the bear market. So, They've got a they've got a great working product. Uh, they said they found a recent flaw in the MetaMask wallet and were able to fix it before you know anybody really came to harm. And I think they said they were holding on to that nugget of information for like nine months while they were pushing through the patch. But um, yeah, the fact that they have you know proven use cases and have helped and their names getting out there. I mean, ninety millions not a small amount. So definitely interested to see what happens as they, you know, move forward. And yeah, I mean, security is proven to be one of the biggest issues with all the hacks and everything. So um, good for them. Yeah, super cool. Super cool. And I mean, if you just run the numbers on this, and if you assume they sold 20% of the company for 90 million, it comes out to around a $450 million valuation. And so usually it's like 20 to 30% the company is sold in a series a so my guess is then if you if you try it with 30 percent, you get uh 300 million so it looks like i would think between 300 and 450 million for this company uh but it could be it could be even higher if they have insane performance to show it sounds like they they have pretty good performance one last bullet point from this article i wanted to highlight is that they are building a robust pipeline of SaaS security products and if they're able to take their expertise and productize it in a SaaS product, um, this, this becomes 
really interesting. Um, previously, a public company called FireEye did the same thing. And that was, well, not blockchain related though. It was like IT security, just general cybersecurity. And they had a very interesting history as a public company. Um, so this is something that I could see going the same playbook, the way that they could potentially take their blockchain security expertise and put it into a product. So I'm really excited to watch this. Um, we're coming up on some time here, so I, I definitely want to wrap this up. Mike, heading into this weekend, what's on your agenda? I got the, uh, I got the wife's birthday, man. So we're going out. Ooh. Big going night out. out. Big night out, and then you know, plugging plugging deals into the database. What about you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just probably gonna visit with some family and keep it pretty low key. So should be a good weekend. There you go, brother. Well, enjoy yourself. Yep. We'll see you next week for more Daybreak Crypto.